This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Praise ye the Lord. Can I have your beautiful seat? We thank the name of the Lord for how he has been dealing with us in this assembly. By the grace of God, we are approaching you know, the end of the first half of the year. One thing is sure about what God will do, and that's the fact that we are not going to live empty in this first half, but the Lord is going to deal graciously unto us in the name of Jesus. Lately, our pastor has been, you know, taking us on a series on dominion, and we are discussing about dominion over the word of relevance dominion over the word of relevance and i'll call scripture from romans chapter 5 verse 17 it says if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more much more much more much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one jesus christ it is the plan of God. It is the purpose of God. It is the desire of God as believers for us to reign in life, in all spheres of life, in all spheres of life. Financially, he wants us to reign in life. Spiritually, he wants us to reign in life. Even in the world of relevance, he wants us to reign in life. That is the purpose of God. That is the plan of God. We saw how David reigned. We saw how Joseph ruled. We saw how... Uh, how uh, 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 Joseph also ruled even in the world of relevance and I want to tell us that God that is the same yesterday, today and forevermore in this dispensation we will rule and reign even in our life in the name of Jesus I say we will reign and rule in the name of Jesus quickly let's open our scripture to the book of 2nd Kings chapter 5 2nd Kings chapter number 5 and the Lord will be speaking to us this morning we are still going to be looking on reigning, dominion over relevance. And we're going to be looking at a few keys to relevance. Keys to relevance. Keys to relevance. 2 Kings chapter number 5. We're just going to take some few, few scripture there. From verse 1 says, And now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in value, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive, captive out of the land of Israel. A little maid, a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. Verse 3 says, And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord wear with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. Let's go to verse 9. Verse 9. Let's jump, jump to verse 9. It says, So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha 
And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Verse 14, let's jump to verse 14. He says, Then went he down and dipped himself seven, seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Hallelujah. And he was clean. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. This is a very popular scripture. The Bible recorded that Naaman was a great man. And even the whole of Syria, they enjoyed deliverance through the hands of this man. He was a mighty man of value. He was a warrior. He was somebody to be reckoned with. But he was a leper. He was a leper. If he's in the in, in the Nigeria, in what is happening right now in our dispensation, maybe it's, it's like the chief of, uh, the, of the defense. And, uh, you know, it would have traveled far and wide. The nation would have spent so much to get deliverance for this man that gave the whole nation deliverance. To be able to get healing for this man. But despite all that they've tried, despite all they've put together, the Bible recorded that there was no solution. But lo, behold, you see, they brought one captivity, one young little. The Bible says, What? She's a little maid. Little maid. She's not just a maid. So when they are counting mates in the house, it was just little. 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 I want to tell someone this morning that it is time for you to recognize the importance and the efficacy of God of the grace upon your life don't belittle the grace of God over your life in the time past we've seen believers you belittle that grace amongst your peer you look yourself you look awkward you look very small you look ugly but let me tell you the truth you are not useless hallelujah I say you are not useless you are useful you are unique in, the, in, in your own sphere God created you and it dropped something unique in your life for you to be relevant. For you to be relevant. For you to be relevant. Great keys. Small keys open great doors. Small keys open great doors. Small keys open great doors. We look at ourselves. It's as if, you know, if you are talking about people that should be relevant, people that are born with silver spoon or golden spoon or whatsoever. But let me tell you, even it might not even be as good as a plastic spoon but God created you for something God created you for something he said if by one man's offense death reigned in life by one, by one he said much more much more much more much more much more than what they've done much more they which has received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life by one Jesus Christ because you have the DNA of God in you, you are not little. Because you have the grace of God upon your life, you are not ordinary. Because you have the power of God in you, you are not just any other person. But the Lord deposited something great, something unique, something great in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says it was just a little maid. And that little maid, despite all they've spent, Despite all they, 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 they've put together, despite all their efforts, 
despite all the antecedent despite all that they've tried to do despite all they couldn't get a solution except this this little maid she was the one that brought salvation she was the one that brought deliverance she was the one that brought healing to this man so she was not ordinary she might be little but she was very relevant after how many years till today we are still reading about her many kings have gone have come and gone we don't know their name we don't know how they operate we don't we, 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 the, the antecedent was not, not, not so important but this little maid was so important because she understand the grace and the peculiarity of the power of that of, 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 of that grace that God has deposited in in her hallelujah so don't believe to that grace don't believe to that grace don't believe to that grace over your life because that is all you need to reign in life that is all you need that is all you need you don't need something extra to go and get some network maybe i need to maybe i need to bribe somebody to be able to be relevant in life you don't need to bribe somebody there is a deposit in you by the dna of god in which you carry when you come even into the household of faith he said those that receive the abundance of grace those that receive it it doesn't it, 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 you, when you come to lord Jesus Christ, you receive that grace and the gift of righteousness you are qualified to reign in life in the world of relevance she ruled she reigned after that day i know they will you know our status will change after that day she'll be so important after that day they will look at her and say oh this is a very important somebody hallelujah 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 and i'm going to make a small de- demonstration for us this day if you look at you know this big box it looks very big and uh you know for us we look at it that let me get one mighty key there's some keys when you see it uh for <laughs> it looks like the key of life to some people to some people but let me tell you something small keys open great doors this box looks very big it is not in the uniqueness of or how big the key is that tells how this door is going to be open if you look at this key if you look at this this key is a toyota key very very important if you are talking about uh, efficiency this car is very very good it's very very good it's very very good this is a lexus car key if you are looking for comfort you can get this if you are looking for comfort you can go and get this car it's very very important if you are looking at i don't know the car that, the, that this belongs to but this is another car key and a lot of value placed on this particular key also okay this another toyota key very very great it looks unique amongst this key it looks very good but this is another key 
it looks useless. It looks very small. It looks less important. It doesn't look as if it can achieve any good thing. But with all these keys that I have here, here is the treasure box, but none of these keys can open this, this, this box. We can try and struggle from now to tomorrow. None will be able to open this. But if I want to try and open this, and I just slot this in, I can open this box. I think somebody will clap for the Almighty God. And let me tell you something this morning. That is you. That is you in the place of relevance. That is you in the place of relevance. So many times we've belittled the grace of, of God upon our life. So many times we don't understand the importance of that grace that He has given to us. Sometimes you don't understand the importance, how heavy it is. Much more, much more, much more. You are not useless. You are not useless. You are useful. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm not useless. I am not useless. I am relevant to this dispensation. Hallelujah. So every believer is an embodiment of greatness and relevance. Every believer, young and old, that have the DNA of God in them, they are very useful. They are very relevant. They are very important. They are solution providers. They are not a problem to this generation. That is who we are in Christ. That is who we are in, in Christ. So I'm not useless. Tell somebody again, I'm not useless. For you to reign in life, you must be relevant and valuable. For you to reign in life, you must be what? Relevant and valuable. The value that people confer on you, that is the same way, that's the kind of relevance people will say, oh, this person is. If you are very valuable, you are very useful, you, you look as if you are indispensable in your world, in your community, then you are relevant. I've not seen anywhere, where any, any, any community that want to get a king today and they will look at somebody they will not look at his antecedent they will not look at his character they will not look at his attribute they will not look at what he carries for them to be able to give that position to him for you to be relevant you must be valuable that little maid they look at her all she's good for is to be in the kitchen cleaning the dishes or for, for her to be able to move around and mop the floor. Or for her, for her to run around to the market. But the, the lady look at it. God created me for something better. She caused a change in that dispensation. Several years, thousands of years after then, we are still reading about her. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. So quickly, as the Lord will help us, let's see how many kids we'll be able to pick today keys to relevance the first one is be a solution provider be a, so a solution provider not a problem be a solution provider not a problem you need to change the way you look at yourself you need to change the way in which you address yourself you need to look at yourself in another way 
Some people look at themselves and just a problem. Some people, when they are coming this way, you see everybody giving way because what? They know they are coming to bring problem. Anywhere you are in your community, in the place of work, in this country, I want to provide a solution. In my church, just walk up to the pastor. Pastor, what are the challenges today? I want to be a solution to it. You don't have to have all the millions. You might not be able to pay the rent for this particular service. But a piece of, of advice can provide solution to many things. Just rendering a piece of advice can be what? Of, of help. Being a solution provider. Being a solution provider. Being a problem solver. Not just problem. Not just problem. Looking at people around you. What are the challenges? I want to be able to, to provide solution. By then you are relevant to that particular person. We want to be relevant, praise the Lord. But you can't just come and say you are relevant to me until you're able to provide a solution to my life. Look at the person. What are the challenges you're facing? What are we are going through right now? How can we make it better? And let me tell you something. Every man, every woman, born of, of woman that is living on the sphere of life today have at least a problem. Every man no matter how anointed you might be so you can be a help to that particular person sitting to you sitting next to you you can be a, a solution provider to that particular place that God has placed you you are not just placed just to be there to be useless you are placed to be useful to them you are placed to provide solution to their problems you are, you are placed there for you to be able to provide a solution to them by then you gain relevance hallelujah hallelujah Quickly, let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And I read from verse 3 and 4. Let's listen to this. It says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. He said, Who comforted us in all our tribulation? that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God who comforted us the reason why you are redeemed was not was not just just for fun it's not for you to be useless he said he comforted us for a reason he redeemed us for a reason he saved us for a reason he blessed us for a reason. He said, he blessed us so that you too can be a blessing to others. God has given you solution so that you too can step in into that particular place and be a solution to others. Have it in mind that what we too, we are type of Christ. We are small gods. That's what the scripture says. So we are being redeemed. We are being comforted so that we too can go ahead in that particular like mind and comfort others. And comfort others and provide solution to others and be a blessing to others and solve other people's pro uh, uh, problem and be a solution provider to that particular problem by then we can gain relevance in our world we can rule in our world we can reign in our world we've seen a lot of cases like that they look at it what can provide solution to this this thing looks very tedious this looks very great we don't know the way out it's as if we cannot get a way out of this problem. They say, oh, you know one thing? There's one brother. 
he's done something like that before he's, provi he's provided a solution to, to, to a problem before i think we should, we should we should bring him in i think we should hire him i think we should consult with him by that the person is gaining relevance he's ruling in his world he's reigning in his world he's ruling in his world and i'm telling us by the grace of god that henceforth after this service as we are moving out will be solution providers to our world in the name of jesus somebody didn't say that i said you will be solution provider to your world in the name of jesus it just became a solution provider that's that little bit just like that and let me tell you something also several times we sit down we concentrate on our own issues we are so we are so we are struggling we are trying all our best to be able to get solution but let me tell you something the solution to that problem might be embedded in the problem of the person seated next to you somebody didn't get that the solution to your own issues that you've been struggling with might be in the problem of the next person to you and all you just need to do is to solve that person's problem and then you get your own solution If you want to clap, you can clap. And this is demonstrated in the life of Peter in Luke chapter number 5. The Bible recorded that he has toiled all night. But sorry, couldn't catch a single fish. If you talk in the place of this business, he's a professor. He has all the knowledge. He has all the idea. He has all the technique. But in this time out, he couldn't catch one single fish. Lo and behold, Jesus Christ woke up to him with a problem. He had an issue. He had a challenge. He wanted to minister to people, but there was no boat. In that frustration, he would have said, get lost. I'm facing my own problem my predicament is how to get fish my predicament is how to get fish my predicament is how to make sales but they are not forthcoming my predicament is, to, is just to get that contract you are busy asking me for money that contract has not come let the contract come then i will pay that bill you are, you are concentrating on your own issues i've not gotten that job yet i've not gotten that promotion when that promotion comes, maybe I can be able to what step in and solve that problem. But sorry, the solution to that problem is that the person sitting next to you. So at several points in time, God is waiting for you. Be a solution provider. He said we should comfort others in the comfort that we have been comforted. Be a solution provider, solve this issue. And you get all that you wanted there. But we are busy struggling with our own predicament. We, we cannot get relevance like that. But when we take up this key by being a solution provider, we can unlock the world of relevance and we can gain entrance and reign and rule there. Hallelujah. I said we can gain entrance. We can reign and rule in that world only if we'll be a solution provider let people change their mentality about you when the person is entering church and it looks at oh no i'm going to change my seat 
But when the person knows that, oh, this person is it's very relevant. This person can solve issues. I feel I want to sit with him. I want to discuss with him because this one can provide solution. Let us stop looking ourselves at ourselves in the light of being a problem to our world. We are not problem to our world because God has given us his grace and we have the gift of righteousness in us. Hallelujah. So I'm not a problem to this world. Say it as if you mean it. Some people are not sure. I say, I'm not a problem to this world. I am a solution provider. Some people are not sure about it. I say, I'm not a problem to this world. I am a solution provider. So I am relevant in this generation. Hallelujah. Let's look at one or two more examples. Also, Joseph. Joseph was a solution provider. He doesn't look at his own predicament. He doesn't sit there and groan in his own problem. He was very relevant in his world. He was going through one issue after the other. Being a solution provider anywhere he steps in. In the house of Potiphar. Read the book of Genesis chapter 40. In the house of Potiphar. The Bible recorded that he was a solution provider. When he came in, Potiphar noticed that there were values that were added to that family. So the Bible said what? He placed everything in his hands. Just take and what? And rule and reign. When he got to the prison yard, there's supposed to be money. That lo, my problem as, as, as what? Has been complicated. My problem as what? Has gained another level. What was he doing? He was busy solving problems. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 8 of that same Genesis chapter chapter 40. Verse 8 says something. Verse 8 says something. It says, And they said unto him, That's the cup bearer and the baker of, the, of Pharaoh. That's the king. They were together in the, uh, uh, in, in the prison yard. He said, And they came and said to him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpret. Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell, the, tell me them, I pray you. Interpretation belongs to God. I'm willing to help. I'm willing to help. I'm willing to help. He was there in predicament. He was there in that chain. He was there with shackles. He was there in the prison. Supposed to be mourning. He ought to be agonizing. He's supposed to be crying and wailing. But lo and behold, people were coming to him. I had a dream. Some of us said, go to hell. I have bigger problem. He said, "What?" He said, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I'm willing to help. Come. Tell me. Let me see. I can provide solution. Come. Let's share this together. Come. 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 There is something that can be done. Come. There's solution here. Come. I'm a seed of God. There is, there is solution with me. He called them. He said, come. The cup bearer came to him. He says, you know, I had a dream. I can see this vine with three branches. And I can see that the branches were blossoming. And they had grapes on them. Ripe. And he says, suddenly I can see myself again, once again, doing my job. You know, trying to squeeze those grapes in the hands of the king. He said, you know one thing? Those three branches are three days 
and very very soon you're going to be restored back to your, to your position also the baker came and he gave his own dream and that one went negative and lo and behold the dream came to pass and he said please remember me when you get to your kingdom but the bible recorded about that he was forgotten he was forgotten the baker couldn't remember him the cup bearer couldn't remember him no one could remember him but lo and behold another problem came up in the palace the king had a dream the king had a dream i was by the bank of the river and suddenly i can see seven cows coming up they look very ruddy they look very fine and they came gracing and lo and behold another seven came and they were swallowing this one up i don't know how to solve this problem call all the astrologers call all the wise men in the palace call everyone to come and solve this problem i don't know the way out but lo and behold nobody could solve that problem but suddenly suddenly they remember that there was someone that has solved problems like this in the past that man is hanging there in the prison yard he said go get him and bring him here because what he has been is a problem solver in the past he just wants to solve problem i went and brought him to the king and i said what oh i had a dream he said come on tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me i my god can provide solution to it come on tell me come on tell me when we walk ar- around along the street and we saw, see those women with issues of blood we see those men with problems in their life we walk away from them but let me tell you we, we ought not to walk away from them we're supposed to be a solution to them by telling them about Christ by drawing them to this fold by calling them to come and receive this abundance of grace by calling them to come and receive the, the, the gift of righteousness so that they can have solution to their problems the ones that have been with issues of blood for years if you're able to call the person to church and the person gets solution then you are relevant in your world then you are relevant in your world they called him if he has been struggling how to if, if joseph has been struggling to be able to maybe do a jailbreak so that he can run away and run to his father he wouldn't he would have stayed longer maybe he would have stayed long in that place you would have stayed longer in that place if he was struggling to see how he can get solution to his problem he would have been there for life but only by solving the problem of the cup bearer he got his own solution he was not just restored back to his position he was made the governor because when he came forth again they look at him okay so that's what is going to happen who has the mind who has the knowledge who has who are the technocrats that can bring this economy to where it's supposed to be who are those people that can give the best out of this out of this time out see there's no other person i think this man will be the best he was relevant he was reigning and ruling he was expressing his god's given power in the place that god has placed him he was not ordinary he was not useless in the potiphar's house he wasn't useless in the prison yard it was not useless when it got to the palace it was not useless he was reigning and ruling he was reigning and ruling he was taking his place time in time out he was expressing his god-given power he was expressing his god-given strength 
he was expressing his God-given energy that God has given to him. Much more, much more, much more, much more, much more, much more. They which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life and in the life to come by one man, which is Jesus Christ. For as many of us that have that DNA in us, for as many of us that have come to the Lordship of the Lord, we are supposed to be solution provider in this our world. That is how we can reign. That is how we can rule. That is how we can have relevance. That is how we can have influence. In fact, many people, because they want to have influence, they will go and amass so much wealth. You know, let me just get wealth. As far as I get wealth, I'll be relevant. But there are so many of them, we don't even know them. There are so many of them, they tried and struggled. Some of them have struggled and their wealth are down the drain because that is not the way. Affluence might not be able to get you influence. Affluence might not be able to get you influence, but most likely, relevance will do. Relevance will do. If you are relevant to your world, that influence you want, that reign you want, that particular ruling you want, God can give to you. Affluence might not be able to give you that. Words might not be able to give you that. But as many that have the gift of God in their life, that have come to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are expected to reign in your world. You are expected to rule in your world. You are expected to reign in your world. You are expected to rule in your world. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. We've seen that also. We've seen that also. Even in this church, at several points in time, when you see people, oh, uh, let's just go and preach the gospel. Let's go and tell someone about Christ. They go around and, you know, they take tracks around and we don't see any result for it. But suddenly, I know this church, we've done it several times. We want to meet people at the point of their needs. We want to be solution providers. When we go with those gifts, when we go with those items, we find out that after doing that, after we profess solution, then our own problem, which is to get them to Christ, is no more problem. Because what? Our problem, our solution, is embedded in their own problem. Much more, much more, much more. They which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in this life by one Jesus Christ shall reign in this life by one Jesus Christ for as many that has the DNA of God in you you are supposed to be a solution provider you are not a problem to this world you are not useless you are not ordinary because greater is he greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world that's why that scripture says say much more much more you cannot be at par with them much more because there is something extra in you much more because you carry something unique within you how many of us want to reign in life how many of us want to reign in the world of relevance i don't know about you i'm made to reign in this life i'm made to rule in this life i'm, I'm made to take control in this life i'm made to take charge in this life i might look very small like this key 
I might look very minute and useless like this key, but no, I'm not useless. I am created, I'm uniquely created. They might look big, but they cannot open this door. They might look unique, they might look expensive, they might look, they, they might have all the wealth, but they cannot open this door. As many of us that believe that this morning, that you want to rule, you want to reign, just rise up on your feet and just begin to give God a praise. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.